Smell this bag. All right. I'm smelling Eli's bag. Oh, it smells like a gym short shoe or gym shorts. Rub- rubbery. Has a sort of rubbery, rubbery, a rubbery smell. It smells like a PE bag. Has a rubbery smell like a PE bag. Anyway, that's all from us this week on Cheap Show. <laughs> we'll see you next week. I've got another one of these eggs. Why have you got... Because I support this show by bringing content into this it. This is the cold open. We don't need content right now. Well, what do you want me to say? Well, Hello, everybody. Look at the way that. you're dressed. I'm staring at your fucking hairy navel. It's my navel poking out through my shirt. Yes. <laughs> it's Ooh. making eye contact. Do you think my, my rubbery mace can go in it? Eli has a rubbery mace ball thing that he oh, got from Moon I, Machine. Oh, he used the, the perfectly good cold open we started with. Oh, it sticks it's right in there. straight in. It fits perfectly into your fucking navel. Do you like that? If I just leave it like that. Mate, I'm <laughs> both appalled and turned on. <laughs> oh, God, you're so tropey. That's my new word. Yeah, well, funnily enough, you saying the word tropey has become very tropey. <laughs> so I want that to move on as well. Oh, well, look, I've so, done my button up for you. Good, because I was getting weird vibes from your belly button. What was he saying? Winking at you. And it was more, it was just, I was looking at it and all I could hear was, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, it's, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. A lot of people don't know something about me, Paul. That is that I have, you have a, a psychic belly I button. I have a psychic belly button that yeah, is what's, used, what's it's it's used for psyops and all sorts of like psychic warfare. Yeah. Why do you think I had to go to Russia that time? You didn't. Why do you think I... <laughs> it's the belly button. They anaesthetise me. What does it do? It fucking controls the minds I'm of an, double I'm agents. An, I'm an enemy agent and an enemy agent. You're an enemy agent. I'm an enemy I'm under the sea and, and an enemy agent, right? <laughs> and you've got me in the chair. I don't want you to be in the sea. I'm I want in you the to chair. be a normal... Right. I'm just an enemy agent. I'm in the chair. Oh, look. Yes, you will not get me. Excuse me when I unbutton this. And then they anaesthetise me. Uh, yeah. And then it comes, it comes to life. So what? Like like whoa, that whoa, creature whoa. from It doesn't Total actually Recall. speak. It just controls your mind. So if you could just... I'll do it to you now. Yeah. And you just articulate what's coming through. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, look yeah. deeply into oh. the navel. Oh, I feel like I need to wank Eli off. <laughs> oh, that's cheap show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Cheap show, you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap show. Off brand, brand, off, off brand, brand, off. Cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap show. It's the price of shite. Paul Gannon. Eli Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. Get your other egg out then. Let's get that out of the way. Welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast with me and Eli go to the bargain bins, charity shops and pound lands of Great Britain and look for the treasure that we can find amongst that trash. Oh yeah. uh, What are you drinking? Is it more of your Red Bull stuff? It's green tea this week. Oh, it's green tea this week. He's on a health tip. No, I really do have a bad cold, so I do apologise to the listeners if I'm a bit bunged up this week. He's a bit bunged up. He's a bit bunged up. He needs to blow his nose. Should be fine. This other egg is really unexciting because we've had these more than once on the show. They seem to be proliferating from a a a factory in China. A sticky man toy. It's a yellow sticky man sort of emoji type toy. Do you throw it and it rolls down a wall? Well, no, it has to hit the wall first. No, it just sort of bounces bounces off. I'll tell you what, that will stick, but it'll probably stain, won't it, the mace? Uh, Pictures of these maybe. will be available on the website as usual. And Instagram page as well. We put, I put them on there you as well. You put them on there, yeah. I forget, get, to, I forget to tell people I do that. You should tell people because it's a good place for people to look at things. Just to look at things. Uh, Are you okay? Are you okay this week, Paul? Uh, what have we got coming up? What's, what's happening with you? This week on Cheap Show, we are going to be playing with some noodles. And not playing. I don't play with my food. I'm, I'm, I'm deadly serious about the noodles, Paul. So uh, that's good. I think it's good. We're going to be doing the noodles from last week that we got from Paul. From Hannigan J- again. Yes, that did make me laugh. I know I shouldn't go, oh, aren't we funny? Because we're not. But I, I did listen to that back and have a good old giggle. Good. Well, I'm glad you had some joy there. Was a man called Paul Flanagan. He likes stroking his called... spam javelin. <laughs> oh, that's like, good, yeah. Well, that with one. hindsight, you're going to think. Week, all week, I've been thinking about that one. <laughs> Forget his name right. It was called Hannigan. I did say Paul Hannigan. No, you said Flanagan. Oh. 
There was a man called Paul Hannigan. He liked stroking his spam javelin. That is very, that works perfectly, Paul. He opened up the bread and splashed his jam right in. Poor oh. old dirty old Paul Hannigan. His jam? Yeah. I've never jam. seen jam that looks like spunk. Is it like gooseberry jam? Is it a bit yeah. spunky? M- more, What's yeah. a white fruit? A white spothy banana. fruit? Mush- nah. Banana. Banana. Yeah. Bit yellow. I'll give you the taste test. I'll give you a pound of mushy cum and a pound of mushy banana. You don't get much white fruit or veg. I mean, cauliflower being an obvious... Uh, how about I, I I fritz some cauliflower, give it a big fritz, and then what does fritz aerate mean? it. Spritz. Uh, I'll give it a sh- split. <laughs> You're just saying more random fucking stupid words. I am words. not! I am not! I'll give it, get it in a magic mix and fucking give it a spritz. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. And then about. what you do with it? I pour it... <laughs> What do you do with cabbage? Where's this going? Not cabbage. How dare you? On this bus route comedy, number 46 comedy bus route, what's the final destination of this gag? This cabbage-based... I'm trying to build a spoff substitute with a base of cauliflower. Ding, ding. Driver, let me off, please. (laughs) I've gotten on the wrong bus. Well, basically, you just just magic mix the cauliflower, maybe add some aeration. (laughs) And then, and then <laughs> splash it around, you know. <laughs> Good stuff, Eli. Welcome to Cheap Show. I'm Paul Gannon. That's Eli Silvin. This week we have got noodles on the on the docket, and we have a Paul Page Turners on the docket too. And I'm bringing this up because we found this book in a charity shop. One thing stood out, and I want to bring that up because it did make us giggle. Is it just one book today? Well, actually, it's two. Well, it's a book in a and 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 a. Hmm, how do I Ooh. phrase it without spoiling it? Because they want Pamphlet? to show you. Like, Pamphlet. More of a pamphlet. I, I mean, think this pamphlet is going to make you jizz in your shorts. Okay, I'm looking forward to that, Paul. It's so up your street, it's got private parking. My street does have private parking. <laughs> does it? Yeah. yeah. That's what I say. Let's get on this bus. Driver! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the number 61. Oh, all I'm saying is I've got private parking up my street for a certain, you know, for certain special guests. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I honestly don't. Right, so, oh, uh, so that's what's going up on the show today. That sounds fun and games, That does it? sound uh, fun and games. We don't have... Do we have a proper jingle for Paul's Page Turners? We don't, do we? I think we should model it on Rolf Harris's... No. Um, you can join no. today. No, we're Paul's. not. Oh, yeah, let's do that. i tell you what, here's my jingle for Paul's Page Turners, right? Your book is only the start of it. Just one novel and now you're a part of it. Now you've got it. Paul's page turners for you, <laughs> and you, and you, and ba-ba-ba-ba. What was that? That was the Jim will fix it theme. Oh, yeah. Should we claim that Who back? Who wrote that? I don't know. Poor bastard. That's a shame, because you know what? It's a pretty good te- theme, isn't it? It's a isn't fucking it? great theme. <laughs> yeah. But now, Terrible. it is forever tainted with one of the most monstrous nonsense. Monstrous. Monstrous. Monstrous nonsense in, you, in the was. world. He is perhaps the worst monstrous nonce of all time. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> So should we go get on to the Anyway, we got a live show in August 13th. Tickets on our website, uh, tickets on the Harrow Arts website. Join us. Come along. Now, Paul. We, I want to confirm Octavius King will be joining us. Brilliant news. Brilliant I'm excited because it's always fun we have Octavius around. So Absolutely. And there could be other guests joining us. We've got we don't Ashens know. confirmed. We've got Biffo confirmed. We've got Ethan Lawrence confirmed. And we'll see how it goes. There might be some more surprises on the night that we'll keep under our hat. Fantastic. Um... Please come to the live show if you possibly can. <laughs> yes, please. That would be nice. It's going to be, be a lovely show. Great to show. see everybody. It'd be great. And we're hopefully going to have pin badges on sale on the night as well. I'm working that out right now. Brilliant. Hopefully that's the plan. And there's also going to be loads of Red Bubble merch that you can bring along by on the website and we'll sign it. That's it. That is the admin. Mild green. Fairy cum splots. What did I say? What did I used to say? Bumhole arsehole. Fairy bumhole. Mild green spunky bubbles. What did I used to fucking say? There was a whole episode. Yeah. I've got nothing this week, I've Paul. got nothing this week, Eli. Oh, I'm disappointed by that second egg. We've got nothing this week <laughs> on the podcast. I attacked you with a jelly mace. You didn't want to keep that in. That's. I'll stick it on the end if you're so compelled. You'll stick the jelly mace I'll on your end. You'll stick your red you'll jelly mace. You'll stick it on your meters and swing it. Ooh, here comes the jelly mace. Ding, ding, driver. This bus is also going in the wrong direction for me. I'd like to get off. Here comes the jelly mace. Murderer. Murderer. Ding, ding. It's sticking out my meters. Tickets, please. It comes round here. Your meters is only the start of it. (laughs) Anyway. That's All right, let's get let's cook some fucking noodles let's and taste them. Let's do some noodle stuff. Yes, is that good enough for you to press the button? Nothing is ever going to be good <laughs> enough.
Noodle Posse in the house. Can you hear me? Can you hear me coming? <laughs> That's literally what you're doing. That's all I've got. Okay. Now, I'm deci- I've decided right now, common bottom, lowest common denominator material for common me tonight. Common bottom. Common bottom, bottom lowest bottom, common bottom. Bums and willies and bums. Bums and willies and bums. Yeah. Noodles. Don't fucking... Do you see everything... Everything that's cool, that's good and pure and fun, you, you have to bring in the the farts and the wee wee and the, the and the jam. Well, the band, <laughs> the jam. No, the, the ladies spread. and gentlemen performing live on Cheap Show, the jam going underground. Going underground, I can't find my jam and it's in my hand. I'm going underground. I'm the God Mod Father, top boss mod. My name is Mod, and I got the. Did, did he call himself that? The mod father. Was that, uh, I don't know who called him that. Yeah. It, 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 it aggravates me when Does they it? refer to Paul Weller as the mod father. He's yes. the mod father of soul. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hot takes. Hot takes all Noodles. over the shop. Now, Paul, do you want to say something about how our figures go, you know, through the bottom? Oh, what's that called when things go down? Do you want to talk about how our figures plummet? When I talk about noodles on this show again, do you want uh, to pre-see mean, this bit whilst being a big old nego? No. I'm negging out no, hugely on noodles? No. no. you don't want to do that. Good, you I'm glad. Do, well, what I tend to do is I just don't name the episode with anything noodle in the title fine, anymore. Fine, fine. You don't have to do, you don't do that with sauce, do you? You don't do that with, you don't do that with anything. You don't call it a noodle special, unless it is, but I mean... The only noodle special we've ever done was one that you didn't arrange. Uh, that's on the back. So burner. you're still potentially owing everyone, myself and the audience, a noodle special. I know. I know. I'm aware but of what, this. What's left to, to do with noodles, really? Seven years in, what's left to do with them? <laughs> Not a great deal, Paul. Yeah? This is the problem I'm having with yeah. the, the development of the noodle special. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, confu- it's confusing, we isn't it? We do have a little bit of noodles on this show right now. And yeah. they are, were both amongst the four... That was sent in by Paul Hannigan. Yes. Before we come to those, though. Yes. I just want to mention this Milliket prawn noodle. Now, Um, we mentioned this on the Patreon pod, didn't we? Oh, is that? Yeah. But we did mention it in the episode last week, I think. I can't remember, but it's been mentioned in passing, and you said you'd try it out. Um, I got this from the Vietnamese grocer in Tottenham. Yeah. Which has the stubby still Red Bulls. Um, Which I'm still convinced you're fucking taking money in the back pocket for, considering the number of times you've mentioned that brand of energy drink. But they do also have noodles and other sort of uh, Vietnamese uh, grocery items there. And these really caught my eye, these Milliket, because they're in a very unusual plain brown wrapper. Yeah, it almost looks like military rationing packs, doesn't Definitely. it? Definitely. It's got a utilitarian sort of vibe to it. Yeah. Which I found was interesting. Now, I did try these. I had I bought two of these and I did try one and the results and were... actually I've got a photo I took of that noodle and the pimping is fucking amazing on it what man. What did you use to pimp it? Uh, oh, I'll just let me show you, Paul. I know you're despairing, but let me show you. It it is quite an amazing. At some point in the history of this noodle. podcast, I said yes to noodles, and then look where we are now. Look, this is quite an amazing looking noodle. The noodle man. apocalypse. Look at the pimpings on this. I mean, the layers of flavour. Yes, that is definitely a unrecognisable bowl of food based on the packaging of your Now, you can see noodle. the photo of my noodle, people, on the on Hey, the if website. you want to see a picture of Eli's noodle, <laughs> his dirty little stubby penis. It so I pimped that one. On our Instagram page. Wild garlic flavour Japanese-style tofu, which you can see on the left there. Hey, there is I'm kimchi bored. there. There is fresh scallions or spring onions. Bored. Um, there, I had chard. Um, and also pak choy. I am bored. And if you can see there, I've another item that I bought from the Vietnamese was this roasted garlic oil. I am bored. Uh, not roasted garlic, roasted onion oil. I hate this thing. Which is, a, is new to me and is delicious. But anyway, Paul, looking at that, you I think last week you made a sort of prediction about how many pash sachets would be in this... Uh, I did this... make a and what uh, was prediction. Your, what was your prediction? Of how many pastiches were going to be in that sachet. <laughs> <Not> pastiches. <laughs> yes. Sachets, flavour sachets. I think... Because uh, well, yeah, I'm going to commit to two. There was one. It's very utilitarian. It's a very simple noodle. What, which what, goes along. what was that one sachet? Just the soup powder base. Oh. It's like a very basic noodle. But... Tasty. Tasty. Very nice. Very, very tasty. Especially with all those pimpings. It they're was very, very tasty. Yeah, they're, they're very tasty. Very, very tasty. How tasty? It's very tasty. 
They're tasty, tasty, very, very tasty. They're very tasty. Is that from an ad? It was for a gold, uh, Kellogg's Crunchy Nut Corn Flakes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they are the tastiest of cereals. Uh, but what about if it was VD? I've got VD, VD. What is it like? It's nasty, nasty, very, very, very nasty. nasty. It's, it's very nasty. nasty. It's CP nasty. I cracked my old VT scab. <laughs> I cracked my VT scab. VD. VD. Yeah, crack that scab. I rub it on a coat. It's itchy, itchy, very, very itchy. My scabby nubs are itchy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first time I made you laugh today. Uh, Well, (laughs) Sir, Paul, sit down. What's wrong with your penis? It's flaky, flaky, very, very flaky. It's very flaky. Have you washed it recently? <laughs> Have you given it clean? Have you put it under the tap? I don't remember. It's not been out of my boxes since 78. Oh. It's flaky, flaky, very, very <laughs> flaky. My cock is flaky. Oh, I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Now, Mate, I don't know. We won't be tasting that. Your just belly button's say. come out again. And it's so, I don't like the fact that it just appears. It's like, you know, you see a horror film and an eye appears on a wall or something. It's like that. It wants to be involved. Yeah, it does. I it's don't a like sentient, it. as I said, the Russians Mate, used it for years. It's blinky, blinky, very, very blinky. It's right. very blinky. It's an innie I've got, by the way. Yeah, I've got an innie. I've got an innie too. Yeah, I've got an innie. It does have psychic powers. Do yours, does yours collect fluff? Do you know there was a scientific paper written about why that happens? And it's to do with the... The hairs in your chest, it drags the fabrics down it's to like your belly button. It works button. like a vortex. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a black hole. Because of, of the direction of, of the hairs that surround it. So it probably had some kind of evolutionary advantage to, to keep... Maybe keep insects off the rest of your skin or something. I don't know. Well, no, because you wouldn't have worn clothing back in the day, so it didn't matter. And also, back in the day, in prehistory, they didn't... Prehistory. What did they do in terms of cutting the baby's cord? Bit because it off. They went... Did they? they? bit it, yeah. But they must have... I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, they I must guess have done it would, something. It would have withered the no, way. it withers away, doesn't it? If you it don't... withers. It's going to be a long umbilical cord. <laughs> Why are you getting... <laughs> The long note from it. It's a lovely day by Bill Withers, everyone. Uh, long umbilical cord. Right, good, good, good. Paul. Good. That's good breath control, mate. He keeps going. A lovely no, day, lovely day, lovely right. belly button. Now the two noodles we are doing. I'm in a very sing-songy mood. I know that good. pisses a lot of people off. I hate it when Paul sings. Guess what? It's my fucking podcast. And it's about noodles. Oh, and po- I'm fucking getting feisty. <laughs> He's sh- what's he shaking? It's an umbrella. Oh, that's a nice umbrella. I'm mixing things up. Paul. B&M. Does that have a... 99 Oh, that's good. I need to get one. Polka dots and an orange nubbin. Yeah, it's got an orange handle. Now, we will be doing this week... Oh, yeah. Let's get to the two we're going to do. We are doing this. The Tonkotsu Mr. Mayonnaise, which has got a great design, which is the face of this icon this mascot it's like like the mayo men or something mayo friends isn't it there's a website called mayofriends.com you can go to but it's it's all in i think korean or something so now and i'm i mean i will be hugely disappointed and very surprised if there isn't a sachet of mayonnaise japanese mayonnaise in this for us to put on top yeah i'd hope so that is what we're looking for here you you often get pre-flavored instant noodles where like the flavor's baked into that unusual but very unusual Vietnamese, some Vietnamese and also Thai instant noodles. Their yeah. biggest brand being Mama. Have you seen those ones? Mama, they do Tom Yum. Yeah, yeah. We've... Those, those are, they make the noodles in stock, so they're flavoured already. Okay. And obviously you get, but generally no. So that's going to be a, a sachet. So that's going to be a instant noodle with a tonkotsu base and maybe Soup a kind base. of... I reckon it'll have two. A mayo to drizzle on at the end. That's right. And I've had... splash it on. I've had noodles like that before and they've been great. Yakisoba is basically... The Japanese term for what stir fry. What if it's man love? Noodle stir fry. Because they're the mayo friends. Yeah. So maybe it's a sex call. Maybe it's it's calm, is what you're saying. Maybe they've... Oh, grow may- up. <laughs> what do you mean, grow up? Grow up. You said maybe it's a sex... That's exactly where you were going with that. Yeah. Admit it. Yes, thank you. Doesn't mean I can't... Like, now, I'm going to make a prediction. Suddenly change my mind and then deflect it. I'm going to predict there will be only two sachets because they're going to spend a lot of money, a lot of resources goes into the mayo because that's a wet wet pack, isn't it? So, yeah. I, do you know what? I, I find the cover striking to that noodle. I like it. It's really nice. It's a close-up of the face of the noodle mascot. Just a white packet with a red nose face on there, it. Yeah, and the top... The whole top edge of this is the man's the, hair. Is the is his hair, but it's hair, also a, a lid. lid. You can see it's a, a lid. screw cap. You know what, Mike? You know what it reminds me of, Mister Matey, but for mayo. Yes, Matey bubble bath. Yeah, uh, Matey. 
Why? I, you just did the wanking gesture and said matey. Mr. Matey and the Mayo Friends. That sounds like a 70s porn film. It's, there's something dirty sounding about matey, isn't there? Yeah. Why? Mr. Matey. Does anyone else remember matey? I yeah. used to love matey. I was obsessed. Spe- he had friends. He had, it, he had at least two friends, though, didn't yeah. he? Who but were his friends? A, a woman character. What was she called? Mrs. Matey. And was there a pirate? Wasn't she called Mrs. Matey? I, the not... pirate one was the best. We have to we have to get hold of some of that but stuff, the thing mate. is, there's nothing special we have about to do matey. Huff- it was just normal bubble bath, but it just the bottle was a certain shape that they the bubble, could... The bu- bottle... To... But the hat, the lid looked like his hat as well, the like a naval hat. hat. Yeah. Fucking great. You never see that anymore. But Mr. Matey and the Mayo Friends does sound like either a really trippy prog rock band or a fucking dirty porno. No, it sounds more like a band. Ladies and gentlemen, with their latest hit... Caravan of flavour, it's Mr. Matey and the Mayo Friends. We are the Mayo men that we come down from the sky. When's he going to say, come round here? We are the men, oh, Mayo men, and we come from up on high. Don't look down here. <laughs> here we go. There we go. Don't look round here. <laughs> come round there, but let's, let's get to the end. Next, next noodle, please. Next and final noodle, please. Right, do you remember someone kindly told us on Twitter what this one was? What who that is? That, yes, that is the Buddhist god of hell. Oh, oh, Not god or owner of hell? The owner of hell or whatever his name is. Yes. So the second noodle. That, by the way, the um, the yakisoba Mr. Mayo thing is uh, just a standard instant noodle yeah. with no packaging. But that this one is uh, the second one is more of a pot noodle style where you where it has the container built in. Yeah, is that yeah. right? Chris G on Twitter very kindly has said this, Paul. Go on. <laughs> the yakisoba is Peiyang yakisoba hell spicy. The demon on the package is Enma, who is the king of hell in Buddhist mythology. Oh. Which is p- pretty gnarly, Chris says. It's pretty gnarly, isn't and it? There's a warning on the cover. It says this, and I'm just going to read it as it's been translated. So I've, it's missing out the nuance, obviously. But it okay. says, spiciness is so strong that you will cry. So please be careful when eating small children or those who are not good at spiciness. Yes. Well, we're not going to eat any small children today on the show, but we are going to go ahead and put these in the kettle, get them on, get them boiled, moisten them up, nom, 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 bring them back to the house of mash and eggs. And Paul, I think we should definitely taste that. Cause it's going to be gnarly, isn't it? Yeah, it's, that's it's, the one we it's, say It's going to be last. really bad, I think. So shall uh, we, shall we uh, skip Paul, what's to this the- one called again? Can you do the translate on the cover yes. of this, this the, the mayo one? I just want to know officially what its title is, please. So this literally just says on the cover, Delicious Mayonnaise Ramen. Okay, cool. That's all it says. Looking forward to that one. Perhaps not the yakisoba spicy hell so much. Mayo was born from mayonnaise, says the translation. That's Fun the fr- mascot, the mayo Very person. close friends, Jager and Ronnie. In the Mayo He's Garden. He's got a whole fucking universe. Yeah, there's <laughs> characters. In the Mayo Garden, where they are, there are always funny friends. Every day is full of fun events. And then I wonder the- if those friends are different flavoured condiment bottles, which they have for different different Like different noodles. types of mayo. Different noodles. Well, maybe they've got that other Japanese sauce that they love is that kind of brown sauce. Do you know the one I mean? The fruity brown sort of sauce they love. I wonder if those other uh, his friends are other sort of sauce bottle mascots that they put on different flavored noodles. They do if that's the gimmick that you get a sort of condiment similar to uh, the soy sauce sachet you get in a, a pot noodle chicken and mushroom flavor or the curry. Does Bombay Bad Boy have curry in? Have a sachet of curry or is it hot I sauce? Don't know. You know they still make Bombay Bad Boys. Yeah, supervisor is oh this is the mayo one has been has, has been like chosen as a supervisor special as if the guy who runs the the factory line has said I. Think these are good. <laughs> think, all right, fair enough. I've eaten more than 10. This is what he says, this man on the corner. Oh, he's a quote from this guy. Yeah, it's like a little quote from the supervisor, blah, blah, blah. It presenting this meal, basically. Cool. It says, instant ramen, blah, blah, blah. His name is Ikaru, I think, or Ichiru. I've eaten more than 10,000 instant noodles so far. Opened up to Yakan Sakura, a special store that handles more than 100 types of instant noodle. Wow, I'd love to go there. Although it's a process, there is no taste or theme. Be careful not to get burned. Soba is made with delicious products. Processors, consume as quick as possible. It's just, you know, Eat data. it while it's hot, basically. Yeah. Right, well then, let's get it hot so we can eat it whilst it's hot. Make sure you get a good photo of the god of hell because that is going to be destroyed when I open I've and prepare that. I've already taken a picture okay. from last week, so cool. I'll just reuse them. All right, cool. So we'll just need pictures of when the meals are ready. Let's go and prepare these right. noodles, Paul. It's time now to prepare 
the noodles. And we'll see you in a second after I, the sound I'm effect. I'm having real trouble, mate, drumming up enthusiasm. <laughs> I know, it's fine. It's fine, Paul, though. You're going to have to do all the heavy lifting here, mate, because I'm, like, honestly tuning in and out I know you're tuning in and out. It's fine. I'm going to get on a bus. I'm going to get on the naked images of people I fancy bus. Oh, my God, you dirty cunt. Ding, ding. Oh, it's fucking Jimmy Nail. Oh, you <laughs> don't fancy Jimmy Nail. Oh, fucking give him some crocodile tears. Why is tears. that funny? Anyway, Jimmy Nail needs love too. Jimmy Nail wants people to think he's attractive too. You're Why lying. Why is that fucking funny? You're lying. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> press the button. Why does she pretend? Stop singing! A meat is like you, so drip for me. No, turn, press the button. <laughs> The kettle has just finished boiling. Our time in the kitchen and we've been toiling. And we've been making instant noodles for you. And you and you and mama 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 mama. Now, let's start now. There was a bit of drama, everyone. From now on, every jingle in this show is the old Jim will fix it theme. I don't agree or adhere to that rule. Your sauces are nice in a sachet. Don't. I'm going to put them in my meat house, he say. Oh, it's hot. Now we start with Mr. Mayo. I am both, Paul. Yes. Disappointed and shocked that there wasn't a wet pack of mayo included. They had it, it powdered was, mayo. It was a sachet of mayo. It's a three sachet. You got the soup base. Yeah. Normal, standard. Stoop. Everyone knows about Normal, that. Normal, standard. Everyone knows about that. You've got some dried veg, and this is where the drama comes in, because Paul can't... We think there's... The, in, crab stick. It was in the actual noodle, wasn't it? It was, like, caked into the brick. No, no, not... No, it's from the veg pack. Oh, so I can't have any I of this. I don't think... I can't see it now. It's like little... There were little flecks of look like crab sticks it or something. It looks like crab cake. They often yeah. do have sort of little dehydrated fish sort of cake things yeah so you're not going to go for that one I don't want to risk it mate unfortunately Fine. but I but will take a but do have a lovely half of this because it's reminded me of something from my childhood but I can't remember do this is the Mr Mayo one that half. we're starting with oh, you, oh do you know what I'm getting at it's that mayo smell I think it's like a school dinners sort of vibe yeah I had it for a minute though but it was definitely a childhood memory Papa walking in the park. Shut up, Papa. A van pulls up. Oh, look, here he goes. Men get out. Where are they taking Papa? They're a great bit of fucking... I'm sorry, you're just negging out. It's all... Uh, just think of a fucking song. Why don't you sing fucking Take On Me by Aha? Take daddy, <laughs> take my daddy in your van. Oh, Turns out my dad's a, a spy and he told me he's a spy. Well, I did have to run away. him. I did run him with my, well, my belly button ran him. What, he's, your he's belly a spy button. master. Oh, you, your belly button he's a knows my dad? Yes. Now, the mystery thickens. Oh, what is that smell? It's it's weird. I can't place it, but it reminds me of like a school corridor. It's, I can't, it's that kind of smell, isn't it? Sort I mean? of cabbage like, and mayonnaise. You're walking to the school dinner hall and you're going down the corridor okay. to get there or something. Anyway, just so eat So it had powdered mayonnaise. So the mayonnaise is completely distributed through the broth. It's powdered. So. It's a mayo broth. So he's going to take a sup. He's taking a sup. Ooh, what are you getting? Salty. A little bit sweet, very umami. That's a lovely tasting broth. And I'm just going to go with the noodles. And now he's going into the noodle. He's taking a scoff. I'm editing the slurping sounds out because they're horrible to the ears. Oh, those are really thick, juicy noodles. Really pliant, really lovely. It's a good quality. It's definitely a higher end sort of, <laughs> sort of noodle, this Paul. God. Mm. He's got a kind of creaminess with the salty there, Paul. A little bit of dehydrated vegetables gives it a bit of crunch. Creamy with the salty. I don't think there is any crab in this. Well... You, know, you don't want to take the risk. I, I understand don't want it. to take the risk. I don't fancy a, a swollen throat right now. No, that would be bad. It'd be pretty bad. A delicious noodle. Um, I'm disappointed there wasn't fresh mayo. But do you think that would have been even possible to add in? Do you think it had to have been powdered? No, because, Paul, I've seen this, this style noodle, the second one we're going to go on, like a pot noodle dish style noodle, yeah. which came with a sachet, which you a yakisoba, which you had to... I'm going to go in. And now, the second is the demon hell demon... Yakisoba. And this one's got a weird kind of Christmassy smell to it. It's got a cinnamony smell, it does, doesn't, doesn't it? It, it yeah. smells like a mince pie almost. It certainly does. It's weird. It... I'm getting like Christmas Day, cold mornings. So what it was was Walks it did in have the a graveyard little... with Papa. Oh, look at the van. Oh, it's pulling the van up. He says he's needed by the Queen. This is like that film, The Black well, I, Phone. Well, I'm all alone in the forest, Dada. Oh, Papa, Dada. Now it did have a, a pullback grill. 
to put to get the water off. It had a great system where you had to fold up one corner, pour the water in and the veg, seal it, and then you used your little macho man. From last week. And also then, from Mr. Hannigan. Thank and you. And then the other corner opened up with a little kind of spout that you could drain it out with. A grill. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. Little simple, clever design. But all of those tile noodles in Japan are work on that same thing. It's basically a stir-fried noodle, but within a pot noodle container, sold with a container, which is a, which they had to solve that, didn't they? Yeah. Because you don't want to just have to drain it off yourself with a fork, because that could be kind of dangerous, couldn't it's it? It's a solution to a problem it created by its very existence. Yeah. Right, I'm getting a big load of this on the fork. Okay, we'll see how hot he thinks it is. And hand right, it over I'm going to hand it over now. I want some tasting notes as Here well. Here we go. In it goes. Now, this is apparently the spiciest oh, it's thing really in the world. very baking spice. It, yeah. Gingerbread men, it makes yeah, me think right. of. It's weird. Fucking weird. And this is like the spiciest thing in the world, it says, or it whatever. It says the hell. It's yakisoba hell. Right, spicy. let's go to hell. Uh-oh. Don't say it before I eat it, because I'm not going to go in. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, the heat there is all over the place. Oh, it's on my tongue, it's on my teeth, it's in my gums. That's really hot. You know what I will say? <laughs> oh, fuck me. I will say it's got a nice flavour. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, it's kicking in, brother. <laughs> it really is. Oh, I've that, got a sweat on after that, one bite. As I suspected, that is punishment level. <coughs> I'm now getting like shooting pains all up my tongue and like, you know what I mean? I want another bite. but Okay, have it. I'm not going to have as big a bite this time. <sighs> I went for a really saucy bit. Oh, <laughs> oh Paul, you're a brave man. Tasty, though. That's the problem. Is it tasty? Yeah. Quite complex, sort of. Oh, no, I haven't even had my second bite yet. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's a bit too hot for me to enjoy on a sort of purely non-sort of... <laughs> Paul's starting making a funny noise. I've got a proper fucking sweat on. No, I've broken out in a... Liquid forehead, and uh, I'm finding it hard to talk clearly because my tongue is almost numb with pain. Uh, That's uh, the devil, the devil. Uh, the king of hell. It's like the king of hell is burning on my mouth. Uh, I'm going I'm to need a minute, actually, Paul. I'm in actually serious pain now. You know what, mate? We can wrap this up now. Oh, I'll say that. To, oh, I'm conflicted because that's tasty, but I can't. I can't. That's too hot. I think my mouth's bleeding. I really, I'm really in pain. Like, but I don't know what to do now. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of this noodle segment. Oh, the we mayo one was quite pain. nice. Eli is literally sweating and his belly button <laughs> is pulsating violently. So we're going to... Oh, fuck, wait. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We need a glass of milk. It's time. I'll go get a glass of cold <laughs> milk, Paul. Yeah? Yeah, we'll come back for our next segment. Thanks After for those. this much very necessary break. I can't... Oh, no. you know, my filtrum is filling up with droplets. Oh, ma. Oh, don't touch your face in case you've got your fingers on your hands or anything like that. In, I mean, in case you've got <laughs> fingers on your hands. <laughs> in case you've got any fingers on your hands. Oh, that's funny. Right. Oh, it's calming down now. It's, mine isn't. Mine, mine's milk. gotten into places in me gob. I'll get you some milk. This segment's over. Over. So in conclusion, that was very hot. That was extremely painful. Now, me and Paul had a little discussion. Was it as painful as the time the dragon made us like the two-time spicy Sam Young uh, chicken ramen flavoured noodle? Would you like to say that again? Was it as spicy as the time the dragon made us eat the two-time spicy Sam Young chicken ramen flavoured noodle? There's a lot of fucking information in that sentence, <laughs> but yes, I think it is a lot hotter than that. I do as well. I think we got through. We were trying to eat that in a minute. I would say, though, that tastes better than the dragon one. You like the flavour of our, our King of Hell flavoured uh, yeah. yakisoba there. I like the kind of slight nutty sweetness to it. a sweetness, yeah, and maybe a nuttiness. Underneath, underneath the fist of pins punch in the throat. It just was at that level where I'm not getting a nice burn. I'm not getting a nice sort of heat. I'm getting like little men with knives just stabbing, going, stabbing my tongue. Like, yeah. yeah, shanking you. And it built, it built. It built. Because I remember a real moment. I bit into the first load of it in my mouth and was surprised by how quickly the heat came on. Yeah. And then it subsided where I thought, oh, that's it. And then it just painted itself all over comes my round, throat. Comes back round the sides. Comes round here, does it? Comes no, it doesn't come round here. It comes round back it the sides. It comes back about the sides. Eli, come round here, Silverman, is what <laughs> you're going to be known for I will forever. not be. Your gravestone. No, Eli no, no. quotes, come round here, that's Silverman. That's not true. It'll be your catchphrase. That's not true. On the live show, we were saying, come round here, Eli, and then you'll say it and feel dirty. 
I will not feel dirty. You will. It's time for... Paul's Page Turners. You could join today. No. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's time for... Paul's Page Turners. I like this idea! We found... Basically, if they're not using it anymore, we can steal it. Paul's Page Turners. What's on the show today, then? What's on Paul's Page Turners today, Paul? What's the first book? You've got two, right? Well, I've got a book and a pamphlet-y thing. Now, I found this literally in the street. Oh, are we starting with a pamphlet? I found this on the street on a wall. And I was like, oh, and I looked at it and I thought, God gave me this. Is it actually... Religious literature. No, it's not. I'm just saying it's a sign. It's a sign to say this is for cheap show. Okay. But I think you're gonna literally launch all the little sailors from your cock end <laughs> from with this. Your, li- your little Mister Mateys gonna I'm go to Mayo Town. Nice, nice to start Paul Page Turners with a little hors d'oeuvre, yes. as, as so to speak, a little pamphlet. All right. To for the palate cleanser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, a little hors d'oeuvre. I did say hors d'oeuvres. Here we go. Oh, London Alleyways map. This is worth money. I love this. <laughs> I yeah. love this. Look at the back. So basically, it's, it's nine quid. You saw it on a wall. On on the wall. It was just on a wall. And like... It's got its Obi strip. It's got a strip. That... I've got something I think made by the same people. Possibly. It's I... exactly the same format as my Brutalist map of London. You know that uh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to have on my wall. It's a bit. There's not much to it for nine quid. So I wonder if it came with exactly. anything else. But you got it fucking for free. It was on the wall. Where? Just like I was walking home from work, uh, walking to work the other day, and it was like on a railing on a wall, like someone had just taken it out or something and left it. I there. love this. I am in love with this object. I mean, obviously, you can have that. I love alleyways. Yeah, I know you fucking do. I wonder how it's done. London's Guide to Being Knobbed Off at Two in the Morning, if you really fancy it, Guide. Oh, this could be well useful. Oh, it's got lots of actual famous alleyways. Let me read the back this of it. This is definitely the same company. Let me read the back of it. Shut up. Same company that made the British show. Map of London. Shut up. <laughs> Alleyways have a habit of leading to unexpected places. They act as the city's library, echoing the roots of trade, lost rivers, burial roads, disputed boundaries, tracks of animals and people. They hold the story of a city that otherwise cannot be seen. This map by Matthew Turner, with original photography by Nigel Green, is an entry point to this story, introducing the hidden passages of London. Some of these I am very familiar with, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I bet, just you one in... I bet you are. Shut yeah. up. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> do you? You know yeah. the alleyways, do you? Uh, yes. I get uh, rough trade in these alleyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking... Of course you do. Oi, oi, oi. I'm trying to be cultural here. Oh, uh, yeah. You're the only thing cultural about you is the fucking foam around your dick. <laughs> this one I was at the other day. Yogurt Top. Fleet Hill. Eli Yogurt Top Silverman. Fleet Street Hill. Yeah. Uh, which is in Dalston, around the back of Brick Lane. Yeah. Uh, that one there. That one there. Have you, do you recognise that at all? Yeah. And they use that as a... Um, Film location. I've seen loads of stuff. I saw. I can imagine film. that. It's quite filmic, that spot. Yeah, it's covered in graffiti and it's got stairs going up and it's like a rail bridge overhead. Yeah. That's Fleet Street Hill. Best seen while aboard a train approaching Shoreditch High Street Station, it says here. Yeah, because some aren't accessible. Some you can only see. Well, you can get down there. I was down there the other day. Oh, all right. Yeah, oh, you yeah. can walk. You can get through it. Oh, yeah. We should go to... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> yes, and then I have anal sex with strangers there. Yes, is that what you want me to say? No, don't grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, you know. I'm just going to have a little glance before we move on, Paul, to see if there's any others I... Winky eye. Any others that I recognise. <laughs> yeah, how do you recognise in the dark, Mr. Silverman? Shut up. Uh, anyway, I'm tired of that now. Oh, we should check some of these out, mate. I maybe we could do a Patreon video where we visit a few in a row. Definitely. And knob you off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's our only fan. Passing video. alley is that in East Central? Right. Yeah. So one side of this fold-out Thank map you. That has is amazing. the locations of these alleyways, and on the back, a little bit more detail about what these uh, alleyways mean. They've or picked go-to. out very similar to the brutalism one they did. They've picked out, they've curated some alleyways. You know what I mean? Some notable alleyways, and then they've put them on the map. Yeah. So you, do you see what I mean? It's not that much use as an actual actual map to them. It's more of a sort of no. It's a, it's a if you're wandering around. To some, yeah. They've curated it, is what I'm trying to say. Do you know John what I mean? Rogers would fucking love this. It's a lovely thing. Clifford's Inn Passage, Turnagain Lane, Star Yard. 
Alleyways have really interesting names as well. Because alleyways are... Magpie Alley. They're less prone to change, aren't they, if you think about it, than a normal street. Because... Unless the whole area gets You don't have to make it over for cars or whatever. I think the definition of an alleyway there is just a a pedestrian street. And they're mostly kind of... buildings, I guess. You know, around like Fleet Street, that area, isn't it? It's more... There's loads there. Every other building has an alleyway down there, doesn't it? If you go down the north side of Fleet Street. We should plot a route and do a few of these for a Patreon video. Absolutely. Well, maybe, yeah. But we'd have to pick one sector, like East Central or... Or we could do some of the out-of-the-way ones. Yeah. Like uh, Middleton Passage and Where's that? Is that up near here? No, that is... No, this is is near King's Cross down towards, like, Old Street, that kind of area. Middleton Passage? That's what it says. Fucking cool. So there you go. I found that on a wall. Someone had banded it or lost it. Fantastic find, Paul. Well spotted. Brilliant. So something you can look into. I'm going to put it on my fucking wall, is what I'm going to fucking Right. So this book that we're going to do, Paul's Page Turners, we both spotted, well, I spotted it in a charity shop in London, in Camden. Remember, we found that Loch Ness book at the same time. Oh, yes, which you bought for your friend. Yeah, Yeah. mate Haley. I'm also going to give her that uh, tape of Loch Ness that we That's, had. That production quality on that was fucking high. I listened to it, and you know what? It goes on for a little bit too long, because each side's about half an hour. But, yes, very well put together. They went back to the sort of prehistory, didn't they? Yeah, the like dawn a... of time, with all the orchestra and stuff. And, then, and then they spent about 15 minutes talking to a friend of a hippie who once... Who, who hung out with uh, well, he Jimmy Page. Al- yeah, who had Alistair Crowley's house yeah. near Loch Ness, where Alistair Crowley did a lot of, shall we say, alleyway activity <laughs> in the name of magic. So this is the other book that we got, and it's called Wrong! Exclamation mark by Jane O'Boyle. I, I, just, I haven't seen this. So... Yeah, I, I, you'll remember it when I bring up the one okay. story that I opened and went, I'm getting this book. Oh, uh, right. So, I'm just going to read the back of it. For anyone who ever suffered the embarrassment of making a gigantic error of judgment, here is a collection of monumental mishaps, wildly wild of the mark predictions, and blindingly bad ideas that will warm the heart of even the most maladroit among us. Featuring toffee-nosed actors, nutty professors, ludicrously optimistic military commanders, and lying politicians, megalomaniac film directors, and blinkered business tycoons. There's a lot of alliteration and assonance going on there. Well, for you have no to get through reason. a blurb somehow, don't you? So, yeah, this is a collection of quotes from people who said, for instance, the internet will never catch on. And then the internet And the guy who didn't up. sign the Beatles and all of yeah, that. Yeah, all that right. kind of shit. But the one that I remember us opening the page to and going, oh, that's a lovely fact. Okay, let's hear it. Oh, let's, let me see if I can find it now. Because weirdly, every time I've opened this book, it's fallen open at that page. But now that I'm looking well, well, for... Oh, put... I found it. Oh, right, good. I'm just going to say the line. And you see, you see if you can remember what it means, right? Okay. So I'm just going to say this. Bite the wax tadpole. Oh, yeah. See, it all comes back now. Do you remember what that said? Just read it. Read it. So the reason why bite the wax tadpole is a thing is because the original name for Coca-Cola when it was introduced in China in 1920 was bite the wax tadpole. (laughs) Why? The company had selected a name with Chinese characters that sounded most like Coca-Cola. So they they went with the sound of phonetic of what Coca-Cola would sound like in Chinese. Always a mistake. So the word sounded like Coca-Cola, but to the Chinese, it meant something else. The soda company soon changed its name to its Chinese name using new characters that translated into happiness in the mouth. Tastes originally, good. Tastes good water. Coca-Cola was bite the wax tadpole. I'd buy something, that, a new a new soda pool that was called taste good in the mouth water or something like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, get us a nice bottle of happiness in the mouth. Happiness in my mouth. Bite the wax tadpole. I mean... The euphemism just jumps off the page, very much like that tadpole coming out the end of my meters and made of wax. Waxy, waxy tadpoles, that could be another word for spunk. All right, darling, do you want to, you know, pop downstairs and her bite the old wax tadpole? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chew on my wax tadpoles for love. Yeah, darling, yeah. Just, oh, right, just, I've just bite been... the wax tadpoles, shut up. I've been in the bedroom, I've deposited the wax tadpoles in a little pool in a depression on my pillow, and I would like you to wait for the rubberiness to envelop the pool, and then chow down, and make sure it goes bouncy-bouncy, the back of your palate, all my waxy tadpoles. Driver! <laughs> I'm on the wrong bus again! I'll never get home at this rate! <laughs> you won't! This reminds me... <laughs> Sorry, this... Go ahead, this is in a newspaper. The Greek special is a huge 18-inch pizza, and not... A huge 18-inch penis, as described in the advert. That's, that sounds like... Uh, Blondie's Pizza would like to apologise for any confusion Friday's ad may have caused. Wow. That's like that menu. Did you remember that menu I saw that said uh, had meatballs, but it was spelled M-E-E-T, meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> also, while I remember this, I just saw a YouTube video about licorice anise flavour. Yes. yes. And do you know what? 
there's a type of anise sort of fennel, I think it is, that has that flavour, has that chemical in, that sort of licorice flavour chemical. Mm. And the word, the Greek word for it is marathon. So that made me think, aha, maybe that's another reason why Snickers turned to Snickers from marathon all those years ago, because it suggested to people who spoke Greek or something... That it was an aniseed snack. That it was an aniseed snack, which you wouldn't want. You want it to say peanuts. But that would only work if they called marathon marathon in Greece. Well, maybe they did. Maybe they, you know, they're trying to save money and to have a Snickers everywhere instead of marathon, where some of these markets is a problem. You know, it's just another little layer on the whole marathon turning from marathon to Snickers story. I don't know if it's relevant, Paul. I'm just trying to do research here. It's one of these weird things where I just think to myself, all those... It's like there was a whole period in the 90s where, like... Snacks became global, like Starburst. And they changed their name, foods. didn't they? Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's so long ago now that it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. When no, it like, doesn't. Bring back Marathon. Why? But, is it going to change the flavour? No. no. It's still the same fucking thing. No, I, don't, I like to think Snickers is a better name for that product as well, don't you? Because well, Marathon in English is a big race, and it's like, what? It takes me ages to finish because I... No, that was because... the impression, wasn't it? It's a big snack. All right. Right, who said this? I'll be damned if I'm going to spend two years of my life out in the desert on some fucking camel. Who said that? I'll say. I'll tell you, it's an actor. Peter O'Toole. No, but you're close in terms of what the topic's about. He played Lawrence of Arabia, didn't yes. he? Yes. Omar Sharif? No. The answer is Marlon Brando. Oh. In 1962, he turned down the role of uh, in David Lean's Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, he turned it down yeah. before Peter O'Toole did it. I can't imagine Brando. Brando instead spent a year in Tahiti Brando. for a remake of Mutiny on the Bounty. After Albert Finney also turned down the role of T.E. Lawrence, Lean chose an unknown actor called Peter O'Toole. Oh, Peter, that made Peter who O'Toole. won an Oscar nomination for his performance. Well, he was perfect in the role, wasn't and he? And Brando's mutiny was a flop that bankrupted MGM. Wow, Brando was fucking shit up left, right and centre throughout his whole career, wasn't he? Who said he this? He fucking fucked movies up. He fucked that up. He, he tanked MGM. Yeah. Just by turning that down. for for Yeah, for Mutiny on the Bounty. Wow. So here's another one for you. Mutiny on the Bounty, you can see him reading the lines off people's shoulders in that as well, can't you? <laughs> yeah, he was at that point in his career, was like, ah, fuck it. I've just had an idea for a character as well. Yeah. Um, Are you sure you have? We've just stopped me for no reason. Marlon Brandoff. Marlon Brandoff. What an actor who... He's in the Brandoff family. Family. Can you put a pin in that and then deflate it and put it in a bin? <laughs> right. Deflate the pin? I've... What? No, put a pin in your idea and it deflates the idea and then puts the idea Is this in Mr. the bin. Mr. Mr. Inflatable Mr. Yeah, Boy? Mr. Flatman Pin Town, yes. <laughs> you know, you know, what do you reckon this was in relation to, this quote? We don't like their sound. They sound too much like the shadows and guitar music. It's on its way out anyway. Was it not Polydor because they did sign them? It's whoever it was who... Who turned down the Beatles? Yes, you're correct. It's yeah. Decca Records. Decca, Decca. Uh, the producers talking about the Beatles in 1962. The guitar music's on the way out. Well, at that time, but apparently this criticism almost prompted the Beatles to break up. They had chats about it as a result of this comment uh, before they recorded their first record for EMI, and then they released "Love Me Do" in October yeah. 62, which was, I believe, quite the hit. Imagine that they'd broken up. You'd think that they all would have. Well, at least John, Paul, and George would have been famous musicians in their own right in whatever bands they ended up in or no oh, yeah do you think i find that interesting do you think we'd even be do you think paul mccartney would be headlining glastonbury if the beatles had broken up at that stage yeah he still would be yeah he still would have written those songs would he are you saying that if the beatles hadn't an, formed if they if hadn't the beatles, formed at all no if they disbanded after that guy at decker said fuck off oh well then no there wouldn't be well of course there would be any paul mccartney because well, right there might be he's, a, right he's now a, one of the touring... greatest songwriters who ever lived yeah so, but I right mean... now in that timeline he'd probably be hanging around with a scaffold trying to do their fucking reunion yeah but that's what i mean he would have written some hit songs it's hard to imagine them not paul mccartney specifically not having written you know not writing a hit song ever his whole life there's it's that level of talent but that's the thing you know? it, it's the butterfly effect of history isn't yeah. it yeah, they got that that opportunity, and as that result of that, his talent blossomed because he was compelled to write. But songs also, for it was albums. a magic pairing with with John's he songwriting, have, yeah, songwriting and he might stuff. never have had that night of sleeping and and dreaming of yesterday. That's what I mean. That that's what I'm getting at. It's very strange. I find that interesting to to muse on, Paul. Right. Okay, Paul. We could use this map. And also my brutalist uh, landmarks of London map, and sort of coagulate them together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, so what do you want to do with that? Walk around. You said the walking around episodes do better than the noodle episodes, so we need to get one in. I don't believe that's true, by the way. People love noodles. It's a fact of cheap show you. (laughs) Fuck off. I'm just waiting for Paul to find something he thinks is worthy of ending the segment on. It might be a while. Could be uh, here for ages. Do you want some more hot noodles? Yeah, it is a good positive story to end on. Not particularly funny, 
but I like one of those last laugh kind of things, all right? Entertainment impresario P.T. Barnum, or that man who was a bit of a prick. Absolute monster. He fucking kept blue whales in a tank in his fucking downtown it's, it's a whole, hotel. The whole Didn't life he have whales P- in the fucking basement? Yeah, and because th- he built a whole kind of weird and wonderful place of oddities, didn't he? Fucking monster. But a the monstrous thing is, man. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like... People now think of him because of that fucking musical of Hugh Jackman, you know, the great entertainer of the world, whatever that film. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, that's a fucking awful musical and I don't understand its appeal. And secondly, P- it was really P.T. Barnum is a fucking horrible prick. Is not he to not be celebrated is... like a Paul Daniels of his day? Anyway, entertainment impresario P.T. Barnum felt disgraced when his daughter Helen left her husband to marry a doctor in Chicago in 1889. His daughter? Yeah. Why was he? Why? Because she left the husband. Yeah, P.T. Oh, Barnum she left had, her husband and go, went to marry a doctor in Chicago. And obviously, P.T. Barnum was like well, close to the son-in-law, or yeah, maybe, or just like didn't approve of that right, whole it's bad. thing. It looks bad on the family, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and he was appalled by it. So in 1889, he cut her out of the will to favour his other children. Though like Randolph, although he did give her a piece of worthless land in Colorado to keep up appearances, right? That's all he gave her in the will. I can see where this is going. Turns out Helen's land was rich in mineral deposits and she became far richer than any of her siblings combined. Wow. So there you go. Don't be a dick to your daughters. How about that? Courtroom questions asked by real lawyers during actual trials. Now, Doctor, isn't it true that when a person dies in his sleep, he doesn't know about it until the morning? (laughs) They made that up. Again, I want to know where they got these from. They made that up. There's no citations, in there, are there, with any of these? No, none of them. This is just all made up shit. Were you alone or by yourself? These all sound like things I've fucking said during the history of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that thing about having fingers to touch your face with the other just earlier. Keep that in. That was pure gananism, mate. You say the stairs went down to the basement. Yes. And these stairs, did they go up as well? <laughs> that sounds like someone something someone might say. All right, is that strong enough for us to get out of this segment yet? I'm looking for one of them. Starting to despair slightly. So the date of contraception was August 8th. Yes. And what were you doing at the time? <laughs> fucking... I had my fucking... She was biting the wax tadpole when I fucking I was had her. Spamming beans <laughs> up the side of her fucking Spam cervix. Javelin was being properly chopped. I was chucked. flinging bean paste up the cervix wall. I was coming over run up and then I was flinging my hot bean soup up the cervix hole, up the cervix chute. I'm slapping a big strawy poultice full of bean paste all up there. Ding, ding. That's the end of the route on this. Everyone <laughs> off, everybody. It's the end of the line. All change. That's it. I'm off, driver. I'm sick and tired of this comedy bus route. See you next time. Oh, I'm fucking ball paste all round. <laughs> what do you need to mention? You need to mention the live show. I need to, what do I need to mention? I need to mention the live show, which is August 13th at the Harrow Arts Centre. Tickets at harrowarts.com or you can go to that website via ours, thecheapshow.co.uk, where there are pages for every episode of Cheap Show accompanied by videos and in and pictures. It's it's great. You can look at all the stuff we play with. We're also on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, we're most chatty on. So at the Cheap Show pod, I'm at Paul Gannon Show. And Eli is... Eli Snoid, spelled E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. And if you missed the Twitch seventh birthday live stream we did a, a weekend or so ago now, whenever it was, both parts are put up in two parts on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. There's loads of videos there. Because it was our birthday week last week, we released a load of previously Patreon-only videos as a little nice little treat for our birthday. So there's lots of stuff on YouTube you can check us out doing and having a laugh with right there and then. Uh, what else? Yeah, the Cheap Show website, it's, everything's there. It's a one-stop shop. Information about the live show, tickets for the live show, videos, uh, merch. Tony's merch page, events, Cheap Show magazine. There's one on the way for the live show. It's going to be very good. Oh, yes, I did send off my... Uh, did I mention that? I've done a new... My segment, my tat shelf. Yes. I did send off uh, some and I'm uh, photos doing a segment with some as text. Well. Are you? I'm doing a board I game. I don't care, really care for that. Well, I don't I care really for it. I don't care for you. I don't care for you. And look, look, bottom line is, follow us on Twitter... Or go to our website. Everything's there. Links to everything is on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Or it's in the metadata for this podcast that you're listening to right now. Did you mention the the P.O. Box? Uh, The P.O. Box on our website. Just Again, it's all on the website. And did you mention the Patreon? The patreon.com forward slash cheap show. It's all on the website. Thank you very much, patrons, for supporting us. Uh, Thank you very much indeed. And uh, that's it. Let's just go home. My mouth still hurts. I ate the rest of the... 
mayo noodle and that really calmed down the fire. Uh, it's a pity you couldn't eat it because you thought it had crab in. Yeah. But you were wrong. I think they were de- dehydrated carrot sticks. Your noodle was only a part of it. It's a shame because you would have liked that. Now you're a part of it. Now you've eaten it. Noodles it, gone or down in your tongue. It, it smelled a bit like... Sort, and it'll come out you know what it smelled of like? your bum It smelled a bit like smash or something like that. Like a processed yeah. potato product or something, mm. didn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, let's end the end episode with that statement. Well, what do you want to end it on? You fucking singing some shit song that you can't remember the lyrics to properly. Fuck off. I'll tell you what. I'm going to fucking make up a song. Give me a subject. And I will not say come around here at any stage in it. Okay, here's your subject. Okay. Today, your I'm song. writing this down, everyone. The, to end the podcast today, your song has to contain the topic of plumbing. Plumbing. Give me a plumbing song okay. right now. Okay. Without any coming round or going round to anywhere. Any, anywhere. I want no directional talk. Are you ready? Yeah. Could you just sort of do a sort of an overture style sort of. La 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 I smell of suet gnomes and I come round. There we go. <laughs> Do you know what? No, it's good, it's good. I come round your house and fix your thrones, as in your toilet, and I look at all the. Well, that's all we've got plumbing. time for on Cheap Show. I show am the lonely plumber. Week. I smell of cheese and nose and I have gone up to the stairs. And it's a potato. Right, okay, so that's all we have got time for. I am the lonely... I've been Paul, dying inside Gannon, and that's Eli... The lonely plumber! Come round here, Silverman. (laughs) And we'll be back next week for another episode of this godforsaken podcast. See you there! Come round here, goodbye! Yes. Do you need to expel wind or anything before we get started? Expel wind? How dare you? How dare you? You don't know me like that. Fucking press the button. How dare you? Press the button. Stop giving me the bird and press the button. The button has been pressed. (laughs) Double birded me there as well. I completely double birded my friend Eli. Hello everybody, I'm Eli Silverman, and that's Paul Gannon, and this is Cheap Show. It's, a, it's happening again, Paul. Um, but don't ever fucking talk about my fucking poopies, or woofies, or pee-pee holes, ever again, <laughs> before. Your woofy puppy pee-pee hole is yeah. offensive to mine eyes. Do you have to let off wind anyway, like some kind, do, like I'm some though. kind of fucking child? You do, Have though. you wiped your butt-butt properly before we drive to nannies? Do you know what I mean? I'm a fucking... Adult. Sorry, I need to stop you <laughs> and repeat the phrase back. Do you want to wipe your bot bot before we go to nannies? Properly. That might be the most middle class thing you've said. What? What did you do? You're you're telling me your mother didn't make sure you had a clean ass no, we had before to you went up, round your nans. When we went to my grand's house, shitted we had pants, fully shitted you? cracks. <laughs> That's how your nan liked it, was yeah, it? Oh, we God, had to this... drop our pants and spread our cheeks. And she went... If the chocker's there, you can come inside. The fucking chocker again. (laughs) Your fucking vocab, mate. Is that what you want? Anyway, I need to fart, so can I... (laughs) Ah, call back to the... Ah. Yeah, the problem is, mate, let the callback breathe before... (laughs) So I can react to Let my arse breathe. Well, you don't laugh at anything I say anymore. No, I don't. Make me laugh right now and we'll start the episode. Can't. I don't have it this week. I'm actually quite under the weather. Here we go. Here's the hot button... Mr. Silverman, I have a cold. A legitimate, yeah. Again, boring, boring, non-substance-induced cold. Boring. This really is like a sitcom, isn't it? We learn a little bit every week, but the start of next week, we're back to square fucking one with your poorly head and reeking arsehole. Why is my arsehole coming up? Why the bum shaming? Why the shit shaming? I just digest food like any other person, and then sometimes I have to. (laughs) Right, good. Well, welcome to Cheap Show.
That's our cold open. Oh, that's the open, is it? Yeah, your dirty cracks wide open. Fucking hell, you started, you set the whole tone for this whole thing by saying, do you need to fart? You love it. I've just opened a knickknack thing, which I got out of a vending machine. It's got a little egg, and it's some kind of squidger. <laughs> Look at that, have you seen one of those? It's a mace. It's like a, it's a finger mace made out of jelly. And it's, and it's, you know, like a spiky ball. Were they maces? They were, weren't they? In medieval time. What it's the a spike. fuck is going on it's in a, my life? It's a bouncy... Sp- what is going on in my life? Spongy finger brace. Finger mace. Finger mouse. <laughs> yeah, welcome to... Che- no, 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 I'm no. Swing- oh! Welcome to Cheap oh. Show, because I'm tired of this. Ah, you prick! <laughs> what do you mean, you prick? That got me right at the tip of my nose. Yeah, that's where it's meant to. That's where the, the finger mace does the damage. 